Voice Coaches Radio. Everything voiceover. Hello and welcome once again to Voice Coaches Radio. I'm Warren Garland. And I'm Tom Robinson. So here we are heading into another holiday season and you know what that means, Tom. Uh, That all your Halloween candy is gone. (laughs) Well, that's true. Very true. But the holiday season to me means networking season. Oh no, not networking. (laughs) That's scarier than Halloween night. I I guess it can be for some folks. And it used to be for me too. So let's talk about what's happened over time here, okay? Given the time and opportunities, you really can get used to it and become more comfortable in a networking situation. Yeah. I have. I, I feel a lot more comfortable, and I never did. Well, what, really, when I first started in radio and, and commercial voiceover, what I liked most was being on my own in the studio by yeah, myself. Right. Okay. I mean, did you kind of feel that I, way when v- you started? Very, it's a solitary activity. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I, I liked it when I was left to my own devices and you know had to make decisions on my own. I didn't have to talk to anybody. Of course, <laughs> there was an audience out there, but I, I really didn't think about them. You you know, I, I just figured if I was doing my job by myself, having a good time in the studio, the audience would be there. Okay, so I got to ask. So, how did you become comfortable when groups of people? Well, first, I remembered a survey that I had seen that said something like fifty-six uh, percent or something like that of working people found their jobs through some sort of personal connection. So, how did you get your first job? Uh, I walked in and said, "Hi, I'm available." <laughs> well, that's even better what I, than what I wrote here. Actually, uh, it, it was a friend of a friend uh, who was working as a as a secretary in a local broadcast facility, and uh, I, you know, I just wandered in uh, on vacation from college and. Darn if they didn't need somebody right then and there. Well, there you go. So still, it was a personal connection of sorts. It was a friend of it, a friend. I mean, it was right, you, know, you, you, right. you found out about it that way. So I think that's what they mean here by uh, 50% of working people found their jobs because of a connection of some sort. Yes. All right. So, so here's the first example of how other people play a part in our success. Okay, let's talk about this networking thing. Sure. Extend all that that we just talked about here to a room full of folks now, okay, where you get to engage in conversation about who they are and what they do. Mm -hmm. And of course, the holiday time is when most organizations hold a party where it's easy to share the news about what you do, all right? Yeah. Now, the networking experience also serves other purposes. I, I read where MIT researchers once found that the more socially connected employees were, the better they performed at their job. That makes sense to me. And, and, you know, think about this. The more comfortable you get with new acquaintances, the easier it's going to be for you to work with the different producers you'll encounter on your journey through voice acting. (laughs) And uh, this will, in turn, help you to become a better communicator, whether it be a group of strangers or a new producer you're working with for the very first time. Yeah. So now that you understand the importance of networking, how do you survive the actual event? the part everybody seems to, uh, I don't know. <laughs> so first and foremost, just be yourself. Okay, yeah. that's not too hard. You've been yourself most of your life, probably up till now, right? No, not necessarily. <laughs> well, it, it's a lesson that we actually teach in our voice acting course here, that the easiest way to sound conversational is just to be yourself. Yes. Right? That's part of what we train here. Apply this technique to your conversation with a new acquaintance. You don't have to try to be what others, what, what you think others might think you are, okay? Right. Just be the person that you're most comfortable with, the, the real you. I'm really not sure I can do that. <laughs> I, that, that doesn't work for me. I'm okay. sorry. Well, try it. Okay. Well, that means you don't have to jump right into your elevator speech about what you do and why you're there. That's true. You can start with how your back hurts from raking the lawn last weekend, <laughs> which it does, uh, and the beer 
beer in your hand is really helping you forget that. <laughs> so, so ease into the conversation and then take the lead to get the other person talking. Mm. All right. It's really true that folks you make the best connections with feel special after you've spoken with them. Ask them questions about themselves. Exactly. So, you know, you'll know when the time is right to tell them more about yourself, or maybe they might just say, so what's your deal? There you go. Exactly. Good point. Some other things to keep in mind when you're working the room, as they say, plan your attack a little bit. Don't bite off more than you're comfortable with. You need strategery. Yeah, strategery. I like that (laughs) word. Yeah. If you you have some specific people that you want to connect with, you know, go after them first. But remember that you may miss the opportunity to meet someone new who can actually help you make that introduction to the someone you're trying to meet. Okay. So, you know, you don't have to skip over people, but certainly have a goal in mind. Set, but set reasonable expectations. You know, we've talked about this before, but it bears repeating. Don't rely on your memory, especially Mm -hmm. if you're sipping wine throughout the evening, which I tend to do. Uh, Once you've exchanged business cards and the conversation is finished, step aside, take some notes on the back of that card, and uh, let that remind you about what you talked about and where you may be able to pick up the conversation in your follow-up communications, because there's always follow-up communications. Mm -hmm. So important. Yes, it is. Very important. So here's one I hadn't thought of before. I found in my research here. Introduce yourself to the person who organized the event. Uh Aha. It's a great way to learn a little bit more about the organization and its members, and you may find it easier to get introduced to that target you've been looking for in the room. They may know who you're looking for. You could even take it another step and talk about volunteering to help put together a future event or maybe get involved with the group or organization on a more regular basis. Oh, I like that. Yeah. This will certainly help you become a lot more comfortable with the folks who attend these events and maybe even open up a couple of doors for you. And another key to a successful evening is to remember to treat the new people you're meeting like friends. Good idea. Why not? Yeah. Think about it. Would you walk up to a friend, interrupt their conversation, hand them a card, talk about yourself, and then walk away? I, I don't think so. <laughs> of course not. So so what you're looking to do is wait for a break in the conversation, step in politely, and introduce yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Real simple. This is uh, the polite way to get started and should mark the beginning of uh, building a long-term relationship with the people that you meet face-to-face. There you go. One sure way to be remembered is to go back to what you learned in preschool, share, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Think of the impression you can make if you can connect your new friend with an old friend or connection of yours that can be of some benefit to you both yeah. and, and to them both. Um, this doesn't have to necessarily be business related. Maybe uh, you've got the name of a good chimney sweep or a plumber that your new contact might be in search of. Just This is just a great way to be remembered and to start the relationship. Yeah, no doubt about this. And keep one thing in mind as you're spending this short time in conversation with someone new, ask yourself why they should care about what you're saying. What, mm. what's, so, what's so great about it? Yeah. Now, if you center your talk around something positive you can offer this person, always keeping their needs in mind, you'll make the most positive of impressions. You only have a short time to make this connection and make it memorable. So focus on the listener's needs or desires. Yeah. Finally, if you really want to make a lasting impression, don't assume that everyone in the room automatically wants your business card. 
Okay. Yeah. You know, it's not your goal to get rid of as many cards as you can, and uh, you know, so you can keep the business card company in business. It's also not the mark of a successful event for you. Wow! I handed out twenty-five cards. The phone's going to ring off the hook. Well, honestly, Warren, what I like to do is just take a handful of cards and sprinkle them throughout the room <laughs> as I walk through. Here you go. You may have one. Yeah, it, it ain't going to work. Ain't going to work that way. Once you've developed a little bit of a rapport with your new acquaintance, they will more than likely ask you for your card or offer to exchange one with. You. That, that's when you know you've been successful in your little discussion. I'd say that's a good indication. Mm-hmm. So hopefully these tips have given you something to think about when you see the local ad club or chamber of commerce is hosting a networking event this holiday season. Now, Warren and I are going to just such a gathering uh, this week. We are. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to keep an eye on him and make sure he's practicing what he's preaching right here. Oh, oh yeah? Okay. Yeah, All right. yeah. To I'm going to be taking notes. Back, I guess, yeah. Uh, I guess I should have been taking notes here uh, during this thing. So I'm going to have to listen to the podcast now and make sure I do all these things. So if you're finally to the point in your life where you've decided you want to learn more about how to get into our fun business of voice acting, and it is a business, all right, Mm -hmm. as you've probably gathered by listening here, the best way to start is with the adult education class Voice Coaches has been offering for almost 20 years now called Getting Paid to Talk. Right. This is the class you've seen listed in the continuing education brochure or the email you get from your nearby university, college, school, or recreation program. It's a single evening introduction to voice acting that's fun and, dare I say, enlightening. I've I've heard you talk. I believe it is enlightening. And and so easy to check out before the year ends. That's true. Especially if you're in the Capital District of New York State, where we're offering a class just before Thanksgiving right here in the very studios I'm standing in here in in Albany. And and, uh, you won't need any Tums for that session, by the way. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Glad to hear that. Oh, you mean referring to Thanksgiving? Right. I thought you were talking about the boss talking or something. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Now, if, if you're in Baltimore, Maryland, Washington, D.C., or Utica, New York, we'll be offering classes in your neighborhood as well. That's Thanksgiving week, yep. It, yep, and just give us a call to find out when we'll be visiting your region. The number, 866-887-2834. Or you can email Tom and me at podcast at voicecoaches.com, and we'll respond to you in writing. If you've got stories you can share about networking fun that you've had that may be of interest to our listeners, perhaps you learned something and got educated at one of these events, <laughs> use that same email address, podcast at voicecoaches.com, and, uh, and share it with us. We'd love to hear your story. Oh, absolutely. And as always, if you're listening to our podcast through iTunes, please take a minute to make a comment or rate the podcast, please. We do appreciate it, and we hope you'll join us again next week. Visit voicecoaches.com for more voiceover news and information. Or you can email Tom and I at podcast, uh, or is it Tom and me? You can email Tom and me if oh. I do this correctly. Okay, okay. yeah. Or you can email Tom and me at podcast at voicecoaches.com. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. TGIF. Yeah.